years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Good looking, Bob. Hey. Hi. Mike, my friend. Yep. Um, all right. Ready to do this again here? Uh, yes. Uh, we'll start the show with a tweet from Michelle. Uh, if you were listening to the show yesterday, you'll understand this one. Michelle tweets us, actually talked to someone who was sick today in the office, and I jokingly said, it's the crotch flu. The individual responded with, it's going round. Uh, so yesterday morning show, I, uh, I felt like I had a hot crotch. And luckily, we have these laser thermometers now in the studio. I checked my crotch. What was it, an 88-degree crotch, yep, I think? It was. Why don't you get your laser thermometer out and check my crotch temperature here? down there. Yeah, check right, right there. Move your hand. Right there. Yeah, get right there. See, how, see how hot I am. Right 83? Now. Are you serious? Yeah, it's still right. hot. It's going down oh, a little bit, but that's still pretty hot. I'm only 77. It's unbelievable, man. How does my crotch get so hot in the oh, morning? Oh, no. It's amazing. I thought I just had a one-day crotch flu, but oh. I think I still got it. Still, still hot. I, obviously, it's not contagious because you don't have it. Not yet. I haven't come directly in contact, though. I'm pretty sure I got a... I'm pretty sure we have to rub to transfer. <laughs> Sounds passed along. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm okay then, for now at least. You sure you don't want none of this crotch flu? <laughs> I'm going to need you to stay on that side. That side of the room. No direct rubbing. Got to rub to transfer. Uh. Rub to transfer. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a minute in the show, man. Minute in the show, and we're already rubbing crotches. <laughs> I mean, just somehow they pay us to do this. I'm going to take that line out and use it for a promo sometime. A minute in the a show. A minute into the show and we're already rubbing crotches. Yeah. That's a good that's a good one for a pro that's a good singled outline for a promo there. <laughs> Tell our producer. Oh. Oh <laughs> don't have a producer. Uh so that's good. So I wow, I might still have crotch flu then. I still coming in hot. I, see, I completely expected it to be a one day eighty degree <laughs> crotch sort of thing. And I I was just going to read Michelle's tweet and then tell you it must have been a one-day crotch flu, but here I am. <laughs> Quite possibly still contagious. Wow. Uh, Natalie tweets us. Uh, she's tweeted us before. She's up listening to the uh, show. She had an interview. I think it was a week or two ago, right? Uh-huh. And she requested R. Kelly Bump and Grind. It was a Friday morning. That's how we start Friday mornings on the show, uh, to get her ready for her big interview. Well, she tweets here, big interview day two today. Started off right, give me the magic energy, hashtag bump and grind. So it's like second interview time. So might as well start it off here. Wait, you should check my crotch temperature after we get through this. I might I might be in the 90s. Uh, don't know why we do this, but we do. We start off every Friday morning with the first 45 seconds of R. Kelly bump and grind. It just makes you feel nice, makes you feel good. Feel free to sing along. Me no! no! 
Hot. <laughs> but my body. Body's hot. My body telling me yes, baby. I don't want to hurt nobody, but there is something that I must confess. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bubble Nothing wrong, baby. All right, quick, check the temperature of my crotch now. Let's see if let's see if bump and grind increased it at all. What do we got there? How's it looking? My still 85 degree. I went up a, a degree. Went up a degree. I got the hottest crotch in the city. Yeah. Matt tweets us here one minute into the show, and Mikey and Bob are already rubbing crotches and doing Friday morning bump and grind session. Well, yep. Listen, I, I st- I'm starting to feel like the beginning of our show a lot. Especially this week has just been about crotches. I mean, it's a there's, new, there's the danger that you might have the crotch flu, though. It's a new segment, man. Starting off every show with crotch talk. talk talking about crotches. Either embrace it or get the hell out. Crotch corner, man. <laughs> it's a 6 a.m. crotch corner with Mikey and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> we put people in the crotch corner who's in the crotch corner today bob <laughs> i don't know what they would be just somebody we're gonna mention on the show or something <laughs> i don't know uh rebecca tweets here while we're on the topic of what we talked about on yesterday's show when i was in uh seventh grade my friend told me if i hold in a sneeze my eyes would pop out <laughs> yeah yesterday on the show we were uh running back this news report about the dangers of holding in a sneeze. And uh, I think at the end of the report, it said, by the way, the doctor said um, he gets asked a lot if you can pop your eyeball out by uh, by holding in a sneeze. Not true. <laughs> just the fact that they said it on the news, though, was kind of awesome. <laughs> they were just throwing it out there just in case. Uh, by the way, today on the show, we were talking about this yesterday. We have to get to the Today Show report. Uh, yesterday, they did a whole investigative report, and we always make fun of this when the news, uh, local news will do it, national news will do it. Yesterday, it was the Today Show. Uh, they sent an investigative reporter to a gym mm. to swab the gym equipment, and you already know they're going to find a ton of germs, but we'll run that back because it is out of control. <laughs> it is out of control. New year, new you. You're going to die. Germs, new germs. <laughs> Hey, did you see this thing here? Somebody just sent this to us on Facebook. It's from ABC 8 News down in Virginia. Uh, we were also discussing this earlier this week on the show. The headline just says, Virginia man uses flamethrower to clear driveway of snow. You see that? I mean, look, like, at that look at that guy out there just flamethrowing his driveway. There's no danger like he didn't light his house on fire. Uh, this is Amherst County, Virginia. Nathaniel Kaplinger decided to leave his shovel in the garage and use his flamethrower to melt the snow. Hell yeah. He hates shoveling. Hell yeah. So he read an ad in a magazine about a blowtorch, which Damn said right. it could be used to clear snow. He decided to buy it and try it out. He researched the state and local laws in Virginia and consulted local officials. He said the flamethrower worked like a charm. But he uh, he said you got to use it safely. Well, of course, Nathaniel. 
Uh, he said, make sure there's no flammables nearby. Make oh. sure it's only what you want to burn. Make sure afterward you hang out for about half an hour to make sure nothing reignites. Public safety officials <laughs> in Amherst, Virginia, um, said that while his method did work, it may not be for everybody, and they encouraged anyone who's thinking about using a flamethrower on snow to contact local officials first. So, at least in Virginia, there's nothing illegal about using a flamethrower to clear uh, snow. But local officials probably want a heads up because I'm sure some of the neighbors were some guy maybe, outside. maybe thinking about calling 911 because it looks like he is in a, a residential neighborhood. He's got, he's got houses close by. You know, his neighbors are kind of on top of each other. So he's not in the middle of nowhere here. So probably a heads up to local officials because once they start getting the 911 calls of, there is a man out here with a flamethrower. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's going crazy. They'll be like, yeah, it's just Nathaniel doing his snow. So there you go, Bob. I don't know what the laws are in Pennsylvania, but it seems like it's all good in Virginia. That's the life, man. As long as you give the officials the heads up. So if you get out there. Yo, that guy's flamethrower is out of control. It is, right? He's probably got a 15 to 20 foot flame just streaming right off there. He's not even close to just (laughs) zooming it. How great would that be in the morning, though, for you? Perfect. We we wake up so early and you got the... uh, you know, you got the big incline on your driveway, so you got a shovel yeah, and, I just stand and at the salt. Bottom, just blast off. Oh, look at that. Look at that flame, man. Look at that flame. Look at that flame. I need that in my life. You do, man. All right. Well, it's got the okay in Virginia. Just got to see. Do we really need to uh, contact the officials, though? I think it's better for the show if you just go out there with a flamethrower, and then if you get arrested we'll work it out later. or get a ticket, it's just great show material. It is, and it's true. Oh, no, Greg Brown. What's you doing, baby? Pirates announcer Greg Brown. Why did he tag himself? I don't in? know, man. Nobody is happy with the Pirates right now in in upper management, right? Everybody sees through the crap. They traded their best pitcher. They traded away their legendary, you know, kind of face of the franchise player in Andrew McCutcheon. Yep. Everybody sees what's going on here. And then everybody hears the lies. We're not rebuilding. Yeah, you are. When you trade probably your two best players, you're rebuilding. I mean, just you can not even start this year. You can start a couple of years back and just trace the, the steps and then to this point. It's just like, okay, you're, it's over. Yeah. You know what's funny, too? And uh, there's been a lot of people that have brought this up. Pirates general manager Neil Huntington, when like trade rumors were coming up with Andrew McCutcheon and everything and and even Garrett Cole, he said, our best team in 2018 has Andrew McCutcheon in center field and Garrett Cole pitching. He did say that. When you hear that out of that guy's mouth and then they trade both of them, how can you spend money to support this baseball team? They just, they lie. Like, that's most of my problem is just... The lying. Mm-hmm. If they were just completely honest and open with people, just like, listen, we're not close right now, so might as well blow it up. We're not going to pay Andrew McCutcheon $20 million to just hang around. Let's right. blow it up and start it over again and maybe be good in three or four years. Right. Sorry. Right. Bear with us. I think more people will respect that other than, listen, this isn't a rebuild. <laughs> Yo, you just told us the best team in 2018 has Andrew McCutcheon in center field and Garrett Cole pitching. So you're you're lying to everybody when you say you're trying to win. So Greg Brown, the Pirates announcer, gets on Twitter and puts, 
some fake news out there. I happen to know Bob Nutting. He is a good man as I have ever met. Nobody cares. I'm sure Bob Nutting is a fantastic human being. Who gives a flying crap what kind of person he is? That doesn't need to be the setup. None of that matters. Like, if you're Greg Brown, what what the hell are you doing? Have you not paid attention to everybody's reaction to this? Uh, Greg Brown goes on to tweet here. He is an excellent team owner who righted a sinking pirate's ship. Okay, this goes back to the point of what the hell did we win? Nothing. He righted a sinking pirate ship? Greg Brown, stop. (laughs) They didn't even win a playoff series. There's nothing to show for those years. For the Pirates' window, there's nothing to show for it. We got excited just because they won more games than they lost to start off with. Yeah. And that was fun. Yeah. And then they got wild cards. Whoa. And then one year, they won one and went to a playoff series, which they lost. There is nothing to show for those years. One real playoff series, which they lost. One moment when Cueto dropped the ball. That's it. That's all that came out of that whole thing. Yep. He did not write a a sinking pirate ship. If anything, I would say Andrew McCutcheon probably had a bigger hand in writing the sinking ship, if we're to put it that way. I just... Yeah, every... Bob Nutting doesn't play for the Pirates. Like, they're acting like they won a World Series, though. And he isn't they, some didn't even master- come, they didn't even come close. Bob Nutting is in some mastermind that put together like this amazing team. Pirates announcer Greg Brown continues to tweet here, Bob Nutting cares deeply about the organization. Well, of course he does. He owns it. Yeah. And wants to bring a championship to Pittsburgh. That is the truth. Greg Brown I have a lot of respect for Greg Brown, right? Legendary Pirates announcer. Why would you do this? I mean, it just... It's like you're covering up for a crime. Just stop. Just tap out of it, man. And then, of course, people were just like, yeah. People were just hammering him in the replies. Greg Brown had that ratio on Twitter, man. He had that ratio going. Just getting destroyed. Because, of course, people were just like, yeah, did Bob Nutting pay you to say this? Because then he came back on and said, by the way, Pirates have never told me what or when to tweet. Ooh. I mean, having to come back with that, though, you know. Yeah. You know he was getting hammered. Uh, Justin sent us a tweet. Yikes. Nutting's employees are certainly hashtag living La Vida bucko. Next up, Skyblast featuring Ricky Martin. Damn right. Side inside living La Vida bucko. <laughs> living La Vida bucko. If Greg Brown would have finished those tweets with, by the way, Pirate Skyblast coming in August, Ricky Martin hashtag living La Vida bucko, I would have jumped out my window. I know Bob Nutting. He is a great man, an excellent team owner. He cares deeply about the organization. You could say Bob Nutting's living La Vida Bucko. <laughs> living La Vida Bucko. <laughs> 
I don't know why Greg Brown felt the need to tap in and defend upper management when the entire city is pissed at upper management. No, and, you, and there is really no way to defend what the Pirates are doing. They're not trying. They traded their two best players probably, right? Yeah. That means right there, right now, they are not trying to win. You know what's funny, too, is the, the flame started to fizzle a little bit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Greg Brown just... Whoa! Three days later, let me jump in! Yeah, you're Throw right. Throw some gasoline on this. You're right, you're Remind right. Remind everybody. Like, eventually, this will all go away, and we'll all move on to other things. You know, the Penguins in the playoffs or something like that. But you're right. It was starting to, like, <laughs> all right, we're going into the weekend. It's kind of dying down, right? Everybody's had their fun. Everybody hates the Pirates, right? We're getting on this. And then Greg's around like, Oh, Bob Nutting's a great guy. Everything he's doing is because he wants to win. No, Greg, bro, man, you got to put that Kool-Aid down, man. You are living too much La Vida Bucko right now. <laughs> put it down, man. And living La Vida Bucko. Little Vita Bucko. The only way Greg Brown's tweets are okay is if he follows it up with the entire Sky Blast list for 2018. Ben tweets us here about the Pirates. Mikey, you got to just calm down. It's not worth the hemorrhoids. That is a great point there, Ben. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm still getting fired up about the Pirates. I don't know why. I got to just let it go. What's the petition up to? Isn't it approaching 50,000 online signatures, the petition to get Bob Nutting to sell the team? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. 10,000 more, and he's got to do it. <laughs> you, the rule. You know the rules. 60,000, and he's got to sell. That's how online petitions work. Ben sent us a tweet. Listening to your guys' podcast from yesterday, and I'm on the Kids Bop part. Uh, yeah, yesterday we... Uh, we broke down the Kids Bop edit of Halsey Bad at Love. It was it was pretty good. Uh, ben tweets, every time I listen to Bruno Mars, that's what I like. I always think, what did the Kids Bop do to Julio and Strawberry Milkshakes on Ice? I think, you know, we've been covering Kids Bop edits for a couple years here on the show. Kids Bop are the albums that have to make, like, you know, family-friendly lyrics. And I think out of all of them, Bruno Mars is the best one. Like, that's the one I think of every time yep. that they just completely hacked up. And if you've never heard it before, the Kids Bop edit of Bruno Mars, that's what I like. No popping it, no turn around and dropping it. Let's see the Kids Bop edit. Sing it with a friend, sing it, sing it for me. <laughs> sing it sing with it. a friend. <laughs> that might be the worst sing one. Sing it with a friend. Sing, sing it for me. Come down and dance it with a friend. Dance it, dance it with me. Dance it with a friend. Dance, dance it with me. Oh my God, we're gonna. I went to beach house in Miami. Wake up with no jammies. All right. All right, not too bad right no, there, right? Uh-uh. All right, now it's lobster tail for dinner. Julio served that scampi. Lobster tail for dinner. Uh-huh. Then we served that scampi. What the hell did they do with Julio? Where the hell is Julio? What did you do with Julio, you monsters? Lobster tail for dinner. Then we served that scampi. Where is Julio at? What did you do with Julio, kids bop? <laughs> You don't serve the scampi. That's Julio's job. We have to make our own scampi now. <laughs> Seriously, where's Julio? Why'd they have to Why take out? Why was Julio too much? I don't know. Why'd they just eliminate Julio in that? All right, let's get to the hook here. This is the Kids Bop edit of Bruno Mars. That's what I like. Strawberry champagne. Okay. 
Lucky for you, that's what I like. Now, let me throw this out here. I don't think the kids are going to be uh, having the strawberry champagne on Probably ice, right? Probably not, no. Okay. Strawberry yeah. milkshake, so nice. Yeah. Lucky for you, that's what I like. Can you handle strawberry milkshake? Play it again. Can you play it again? <laughs> Can you handle the milkshake line? Strawberry milkshake, so nice. That's going to be the line that ruins the entire song. Yeah. Oh, 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 call it off right now. Oh, no. There ain't no way there's sex by the fire at night in the in the kids bop world. No way, right? Let's see what we got here. There's no way there's sex by the fire at night in Kids Bob World. There's just hang by the fire hang. at night while we sip strawberry milkshake. Strawberry oh milkshake, so nice. That's right, strawberry milkshake. Oh, no. Ice. That's what I like. Our buddy uh, Riz tweets us here. And, Bob, I know me and you have been, uh, we're about to ruin something here that you're never going to be able to unhear. Because we, in the studio, while this song has been playing, we have noticed this and made comments on this. We just have never brought it actually on the air to the show. Um, the Camila Cabello song, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Havana. Yeah. Playing a lot here on the station. Our buddy Riz just tweets us here. Pittsburgh, tell me I'm not the only one who, when listening to Havana, hears Jeff Reed. Like former Steelers kicker Jeff Reed. All right. Now here's the part he's talking about in Havana. Havana. Just <laughs> All right, now let me explain. That's Young Thug, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who often refers to himself as Jeffrey? Didn't it wasn't one of his albums called Jeffrey? I think too. I believe so. The one where he was dressed all weird on the the front. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's actually saying. He's actually saying Jeffrey. But Jeff Reed <laughs> Riz does bring up a good point, and we cannot unhear it. It does sound like he's saying Jeff Reed, former Steelers kicker. <laughs> So there you go, Pittsburgh. You'll never be able to hear it the same way. You won't ever unhear that. Uh Uh-uh. You won't ever unhear that. Jeff (laughs) Reed. You won't ever unhear it. Jeff Reed out at sheets with a paper towel. (laughs) Bad man. Bleached, blonde, dyed hair, shirtless Jeff Reed at some random bar is my favorite Jeff Reed. By the way. If you had to pick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. When he had the blonde spiky hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's probably. It's probably all time. That's Jeff probably. Reed. It's probably all time favorite Jeff Reed right there. <laughs> all right, let's get into uh, today in Freak Show history right now, brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in Freak, Freak Show history. Today in Freak Show history, it's another Florida story. This is from a couple years ago. A Florida man got his ear bitten off by one of his neighbors over a cigarette. A neighborhood feud is brewing in Boca Raton after one man is arrested for assault. This man's ear is bitten off because he says he didn't give his neighbor a cigarette. Now the man who is missing part of his ear is speaking out. Helping a friend of mine out and someone decided that uh, he wanted to take a chunk off my ear. That's right. That's right, Florida. I was in shock. I mean, over a cigarette. Only in Florida.
Florida can you get your ear bitten off over a cigarette? That's John Ott. He painstakingly takes off the bandage and shows us what he says his neighbor Alberto Felipe did to him. This all started because... uh, I wouldn't give him a cigarette. And I just gave him one not five, ten minutes before that. Man, he wanted another cigarette. Smoke him up. Hey, thanks for that first smoke. Oh, oh, you don't have one for me now? Straight up ear. Tyson's the dude. Ott says his neighbor attacked him out of the blue. He come up and he grabbed me in a bear hug. Man, bear hug first. What to do? Nice embrace. Disable him. Oh, let me give you a hug. Hey, I oh, forgot. Nice. I forgot to thank you for the first smoke. Give me, give me a hug here. A bear hug. <laughs> and the next thing I know, he's biting my ear. His ear held on only by a thin piece of cartilage, oh, but was able to be stitched up and saved by doctors. Oh, Ott still can't believe it. I was, I was in shock. I mean, over a cigarette. Are you scared of this man? Yeah, very scared. Yeah, why'd the guy bite your ear off over a cigarette? Oh, because Florida. Are you scared of him? <laughs> no, nah, I just ate my ear. He's trying to eat my ear. No it's big cool. deal. It's cool. We're yeah, friends we're, now. We're fine. No, I'm not scared of the guy who bear hugged me and then bit my ear off over a <laughs> cigarette. Not just the, the second cigarette that I wouldn't give Only to you, Florida. The Today Show did a report on gym germs. Now, we've said this before because pretty much every sort of news does this at some point. They do some sort of bacteria swab on something like your cell phone or the inside of your purse and I just mean, go, oh, God, there's bacteria everywhere. Yeah, you can swab anything and there will be poop on it. Yeah, I always say that there's fecal matter on everything. Whenever they do this report, it's like fecal matter. The Today Show went to the gym and swabbed equipment down. You could get sick from going to the gym. Doctors say gyms can be a hotbed for bacteria. You're on the machines all sweating. Some of you aren't wiping them down after. So just how many germs are people leaving behind? This morning, we are breaking out our hidden (laughs) cameras and Savannah's favorite germ meter to find out. And here is a hint. One of the most popular machines at the gym came back so high, you may stay home today. It was New Year, New Me, but then I watched the Today Show. Never going to the gym again. Never again. I thought the gym was a place to exercise and get healthy, not to get bacteria and germs. I'm going to get sick if I go to the gym. So here's where they go and swab different gym equipment and test it. Okay, so I'm here at this popular gym right now. It's the morning rush. It is packed. And we have our trusty germ meter here and our test swabs. All right, they have test swabs. They have a germ meter. On this meter, anything over 100 is a fail. All right, so we that's the bar right there. Anything over 100 is bad and fails. First up, I head over to the free weights. There we go. Look at this. 242. Remember, Whoa. anything over 100 is a fail. Whoa. That's it. Watch out. No more free weights for anybody. But we're just getting warmed up. Oh, yeah. Gym bacteria. I head over to the elliptical. Oh, the elliptical is going to be bad. Elliptical sickness. Elliptical death. This is gross. 268, nearly three times the acceptable level of bacteria. Oh, Oh, God. I got elliptical rhea. (laughs) Oh, God. Flown on me like hot lava. Never going back to the gym. <laughs> Elliptical Rhea. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, God. The Today Show had their bacteria tester out and it was in the 260s. I got Elliptical Rhea. <laughs> just moving my arms, moving my legs, and it's just dripping out of me like a coffee drip. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> Those two are mild, though, from what they're about to find. Bom, this, bom, bom. this is a Today Show report where, of course, they go swab gym equipment, and, of course, it's filled with bacteria. No surprise. But the biggest surprise oh, of the day my. is here at perhaps the most popular oh, machine in the gym. Uh-oh. The toilet. They're going to get... No, not the toilet. Uh-uh. It's not the toilet. The treadmill. Oh, God, don't do it. Don't do it. It's I'm... dirtier than a toilet. I'm never going to use a treadmill again now. Here we go. Get ready. Remember, 100 is bad on the germ scale. Brace yourselves. You're not going to believe this, folks. 2,134. What the hell? No! 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 God, no! Why? Ban treadmills! Oh, God! You're going to get us all sick! I was just trying to get my steps in. I got the treadmill herpes. Oh, God! Treadmill herpes? New year, new me. I got tread herps. I did. I got the tread herps. I did it. I got sores all over from tread herps. Not only is it gross, but if it's staff or MRSA, even worse, it can get you sick. But on top of that, it can also be deadly. The the gym just killed your ass. Do you guys watch the news like we watch the news? (laughs) Because the gym just killed you. The gym, I know you've heard reports that exercising is good Uh -uh. and you should go to the gym. You dead. The Today Show just killed your ass at the gym. (laughs) That's amazing. How does it end in death? That's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing how they can go from just swabbing gym equipment to like, then we went to the treadmill and basically you could die. It's unbelievable. (laughs) <laughs> but today shows report on gym germs. Never go to the gym again. You could die. Or get elliptical rea. <laughs> we were just doing a uh, today show report on gym germs. They swab down the weights, the elliptical, the treadmill, and of course there was germs all over them. Alex tweets us, apparently I need to reevaluate my New Year's resolution. Hashtag death by treadmill. Rachel tweets us, on my way back from the gym, turn on Mikey and Bob segment on gym germs. How fitting. I hope I don't get elliptical area or die. It's true. What would you rather do? Die or get elliptical area? Uh, both are probably horrible. Yep. Gotta love that. There has been a lot of uh, snowy conditions down, uh, down south uh, this winter. You know, states like Georgia and stuff like that getting snow, even even down in Florida, that they're just not used to or prepared for. Right. Uh, so there's been snowy conditions in parts of uh, North Carolina uh, recently, right? This is from WCCB News. We got to thank uh, Vinny C for sending us this on Facebook, right? So they go out and, uh, you know, they're doing like kind of interviews with people on the streets. Like, what are you going to do in the snowstorm? and and stuff like that. We've all heard these before, right? This is in North Carolina. Just before the first flakes fell, the parking lot is crazy. People in North Mecklenburg County prepared to be snowed in for the weekend. The bread was uh, gone. The milk is slim picking. In cities like Huntersville and Cornelius, Uh the State Department of Transportation plows interstates first, which could leave side roads too dangerous to travel. All right, now we've all heard this before, the bread and milk and... Go to the grocery store and get the shot of the you know the bread aisle and there's nothing left 
Just wait. Here she comes. We just rented movies, and we're going to sled and hang out. All right. Now, that's not her. Now, get ready. They they find this older woman, and what, what's she going to do in the snow? We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs> What? Get all fat and sassy. What just happened? Get all fat and sassy. We'll probably just uh, sit around. We'll probably sit around sit and around. Cook, cook. cook some soup. Some soups And eat bread and dessert. Bread and desserts. Cook some soups. Then just get all fat and sassy. And get all fat and sassy. <laughs> It's so good. Get all fat and sassy. Get all fat and sassy. Get all fat and sassy. Sit around, eat, cook. Get all fat and sassy. Watch Netflix, chill. Get all fat and sassy. And get all fat and sassy. We'll probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. And just get all fat and sassy. Get all fat and sassy. Special right there, right? You can hear the excitement in her voice that she's ready for it the breads and the desserts are yeah. coming she's been waiting for a day where she could just sit around and get all fat and sassy get all fat and sassy get all fat and sassy she's been waiting for a snowstorm like this get all fat and sassy get all fat and sassy yeah the lady from the north carolina tv station asked about what she's going to do in the snowstorm get all fat and sassy I, I don't know. I, wonder, I mean, next time we get hit by a snowstorm, that lady's basically my spirit animal. Get all fat and sassy. <laughs> She's got the plan, man. I need to hear her full plan again. We'll probably sit around sit and around. Cook, cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs> that lady is all of us when there's a snowstorm. <laughs> like, that 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 lady is snowstorm goals right there. Get all fat and sassy. I often wonder what people think at if they're just driving you... through town and get our get our show, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because like, they like the music, like, oh, this is my kind of station. I like the music. And then they, they hear our show. It's like, what the hell is this? What's happening here? This isn't how Top 40 morning radio is supposed to sound. Where's the rest of the morning zoo at? Not here. Get all fat and sassy. All right. You want to go down to Florida? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. We cover a lot of weird Florida stories on the show. It is time for another Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. It happened again. It's another Florida story. Spring Hill, Florida for this next story. We have a guy who's, uh, he's, something's wrong with him. He's not, he's not in his right mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's at a bank drive through uh-huh. okay? Fernando County Sheriff's deputies say the manager of the bank found this man, 28-year-old Douglas Francisco, asleep behind the wheel oh, of a car in a bank drive through All right, he's sleeping in the bank drive through This Doug, man, come yeah. on. What's going on here? The manager says when he tried to wake this guy up, Uh-oh. this guy beat on the window and asked the manager, a bank manager, for a burrito. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I love how Florida stories escalate. It's like the slow build, right? Like, officers found this guy sleeping 
bank drive-thru. Like, wow, how do you fall asleep in a bank drive-thru? Bank guy's just on the little microphone. Sir. Woke him up. Sir. Woke him up. Wake up. And he asked for a burrito. After the bank manager told him it wasn't Taco Bell. Not Taco Bell, man. This guy took off. Oh, (laughs) And he's, he's gone. And he's gone just like that. Deputies say when they tracked him down, surprise, he failed a field sobriety test. Uh, yeah, according to the arrest report, uh, he made several unusual statements, including that he wanted a burrito and uh, he thought he was at Taco Bell and he was at a bank drive through. By, by the way, hold on. Let's think of this here. How great would it be if you go to the bank drive through and they, they send you a burrito through that tube? Like the whoosh tube? It's like that whoosh tube should be made for delivering burritos. It really should be. That'd be amazing, right? All right, like, like imagine like, uh, you know, the aluminum foil wrap. Like you go to Chipotle or something like that. You yeah, get yeah. That. Like they could, I feel like they could send that through the bank chute. Wrap Couldn't it they? tight, wrap it oh, tight. Oh, man. They are, whoosh. I mean, they're like aluminum foil missiles, those things. Yeah. I feel like they wrap those well enough to where it could withstand the bank tube whoosh. Whoa, there could be a business here. There could be a multi-million dollar business here. (laughs) Listen, I love burritos, but I usually don't go to a burrito place because I I don't like, I just don't like dealing with people. I'm socially awkward. I don't like going up to the front and having to ask what I want. Well, I mean, and a lot of times, line's really long, too, at most yeah. of those places. I just don't like dealing with that. I'm socially awkward. Let me tell you how much money a place would get if it was like a bank drive through but with burritos. A burrito shoot? Oh, <laughs> every day. Every day I'd go and ask for burritos. I'm telling you, this guy was in the future, man. He this was. guy was not sleeping in this bank drive-thru in 2018. He he did he, so much Florida, he, he was in the future. He was in 2035. Is he on drugs? Do we know? Was he on drugs? Uh, let's see. Uh, he made several unusual statements. He had delayed reactions as well as slowed movements. Uh, consistent with somebody under the influence of prescription narcotics. He failed field sobriety exercises. He was under arrest. Uh, states that he had oxycodone and xanax on him both which were prescribed so this guy might have only been taking regular pain medicine than he was described prescribed i mean he was just seeing the future and it freaked him out i know the opioid crisis is a big thing in america right now but there has never been a more powerful statement about you know overdosing and watching the pain medicine you take other than a man in florida pulled up to a bank drive-thru mm-hmm. thinking he was going to get burritos you got to be careful with those pain meds because it took him to 2035 and he has the greatest business idea ever this was from an episode of live pd this was in indiana right yeah. yep guy really drunk and mm-hmm. example of a, a case where officers went way beyond the call of duty uh all right so hold on the way he said duty there makes me believe that this clip is going to have to do with feces right a ding 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 the way ding, he said it up yeah we have feces all over us. so that came out the bottom all right, we got feces all over came out the bottom all right so these are officers responding to guys who got feces all over the place right yeah okay what happened he was sleeping when we found him so he was parked here realized what we're doing here. he's like no he forced pants on all right so he was sleeping in his car. Yeah, yeah. And they wanted to see what he was doing. Yep. And then all of a sudden, it was just. Ah. 
Turn like, around real quick. Spun on, spun on you? Yeah. So that's how that happened. All right, so the guy spun around, pulled his pants down in the spin, and then... <laughs> Unbelievable! Then sprayed. He sprayed like a skunk. <laughs> Bad skunk. Bad brown skunk. Yeah. <laughs> Man skunk. Imagine, imagine that. Imagine... Like, listen, I got a lot of respect for police officers. They're not getting paid enough to deal with this, though. Uh, you can't pay a human being enough to approach somebody sleeping in a, a car. They wake up, they're drunk. They they pull their pants down, spin around, and, and spray. <laughs> Bad sprinkler. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's a new one. Yes. Did you hear a result? Yeah, point two off you. Uh, he's he's drunk. Almost for cops legal limit. I go, I go. We're gonna go sit over here. That's right? him. All right, that's him. I, I go, I go. Right, he's uh, like three times the legal limit. I think. It's like we know you went, sir. So, yeah, he's drunk. Which I, did they even need to do a field sobriety test? I feel like you skip the breathalyzer once he's pulled his pants down <laughs> and projectile projectiles all over the officers. I feel like at that point, you don't need to walk the line no, or uh-uh. you don't need to touch your nose. At that point, you're just like, nope. Got good aim, huh? Got good aim, huh? You'll let me this. Right, that, that's him right there. No, I'm not letting you free. You're going to jail. Eh, it was a good try, though. I almost talked your way out of it, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a good try. I don't know, you, you're drunk, you're three times the legal limit, you're in your car, you pulled your pants down, defecated on an officer like a skunk. <laughs> no, we're not letting you free, man. Not today. Ooh. Uh, Did you use the bathroom again? <laughs> Can we get to those noises? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Ooh. You hear the officer sniff. Ooh. Uh, like the guy went again. The guy went again in his pants. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. He did? Okay. So he just used the bathroom again on himself. Yeah, he went he went again. In, uh, he, he went on himself this time. Give you a fair warning, man. Yeah. That came out the south side, not the north side. Alright, this is when the uh this is when like EMT and fire yeah. pull up. Yeah. By the way, if you're a cop, you have to call EMT, you have to call fire. As many people as possible. You need all hands on deck. You need all the emergency responders because this may be a once-in-a-lifetime call. You need as many people to be in on the story so they can share this. Because yep. if it's just one officer, nobody's going to believe it. Yeah, guy pulled his pants down and basically skunked us. Man skunked us. And he was laying there again. He with, just kept going. With brown spray. That's Aye. you gotta call for backup. Ooh. Aye. Aye. <laughs> yeah. Came out the south end. Bar police. See. Yeah. Police. Yeah, they're the police. I accept. You accept? Everything. Okay. Okay, he, he, I accept. I accept. <laughs> I accept. <laughs> Did he just have a moment of sobriety there? Yeah, police. See, police. 
I accept. He's just like, I did horrible things here. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're damn right you do. He accepts everything. Yeah, I don't know. I, love I don't either. Love the police here. He does love the police here, sorry. <laughs> does he really? He does. I've had spit. I've had pee. I'm that end. Yeah. Anything out of the south end is never good. Yeah, there, there is the life lesson from live PD. I've had spit. I've had pee. Anything out of the south end, that ain't good. Ooh. Uh, Did you use the bathroom again? Uh, Ooh. Uh, Did you use the bathroom again? Uh, Ooh. Uh, Did you use the bathroom again? Kyle just tweets here, yo, Mikey and Bob playing these uh, live PD clips during Havana just made me drive off the road laughing. <laughs> Tracy tweets here, on my way home from work, dying listening to the brown skunk man. I truly feel for the poor officers. I'm a nurse, so I deal with code brown on the daily. Yeah, we're just playing this uh, live PD clip from Indiana. It's a show on A&E. It's basically like cops, and this guy was really drunk, pulled his pants down, and... Uh, Defecated on officers, and uh, Ooh. Uh, that was the noise when the officer smelled it. And the guy, I don't know what that noise is. That's a man I feel like who's like <laughs> near death, right? Like things are just going really wrong. I've been pretty sick in my life. I don't know if I've ever been sick enough to make that noise. Ooh. Uh, Did you use the bathroom again? Uh, Shane just tweets here, it's hard to listen to Mikey and Bob on the bus and not be the weird guy laughing to himself in the corner. Oh, yeah, Shane, can you handle this? Ooh. Uh, can you handle that sniff, Shane, huh? Ooh. Uh, a bunch of professionals around you on their way to work, huh, Shane? You just listening to us? We got your headphones in? You got your little earbuds in, huh? Yeah. Did you use the bathroom again? Uh, uh, you use the bathroom, Shane, huh? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> just in the back of the bus giggling, making eye noises. Annie tweets here, I'm in construction traffic laughing so hard I'm crying. Stop sign guy must think I'm crazy. No, sir, I'm just laughing at the live PD pooper. Ooh. Uh, Did you use the bathroom again? Uh, what is our show, man? Like, what are we doing? Uh, concert announcement, right? Yeah, yeah. Fallout Boy and Machine Gun Kelly, September 5th, PPG Paints Arena. That'll be a fun one, right? Yeah, that'll be a good one. Uh, tickets on sale next Friday to the general public, uh, January 26th, 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Fallout Boy and Machine Gun Kelly coming to uh, PPG Paints Arena. Shane, you still in the uh, back of the corner bus there? Yeah? Ooh. Uh, Can you take that smell, Shane? Huh? Did you use the bathroom again? Uh, <laughs> hey, did you see the other uh, concert that got announced this morning? I mean, not really... Not really our audience, but uh, Journey and Def Leppard, June 2nd at PPG Paints Arena. I mean, that is wow. A, wow. That is a DVE. Hell yeah. Power show right there. Journey and Def Leppard, June 2nd at PPG Paints Arena. Hell yeah. Fallout Boy, Machine Gun, Kelly in September. Journey and Def Leppard in June. Got to read the tweet here, though.
this was announced uh, earlier, right? I saw uh, I saw somebody respond to me. I you. think they announced it around like a little after 7 a.m., I want to say, 7.30. Okay, so somebody responded to the tweet that Journey and Def Leppard are coming to PPG Paints Arena with, this would have been an epic sky blast, Mikey and Bob, hashtag living La Vida bucko. <laughs> Pirates fans, we know you're a little down. We traded away. <laughs> we traded away Garrett Cole. Everybody. We traded away Andrew McCutcheon. Not only that. But a few years back when we really had the chance to maybe win a World Series, we didn't go all in like we should have. Like other small market teams, Kansas City and Cleveland do. But guess what? (laughs) Pirates fans, not only that, but then after we make those trades, we lie to your face and tell you we're still trying to win. But Pirates fans, we're going to make it okay. What a treat for you. We've already announced a Ricky Martin Sky Blast. By the way, these are all... Don't take any Sky Blast out of our mouth serious. No. Okay? No. Not really happening, even though at this point, it might actually be beneficial for the Pirates to get some of these Sky Blasts. Pirates fans, you know Ricky Martin's coming to live in La Vida Bucco, right? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Pirates fans. (laughs) We know you're upset. Coming to Rock Center Field. But we got the cure to heal your bucko wounds. Maybe you'd like to pour a little sugar on yourself. It's Def Leppard Sky Blast! Come on, Buckos fan! Get those tickets pour now! Pour some bucko on me! Pour that bucko on me! Pour some bucko on me! Oh. Pirates fans, it's going to be okay. Def Leppard Rocking. rocking the Sky Blast. You've already been living La Vida Bucko with Ricky Martin. Now, are you ready? Pour some Bucko on me. Oh, God. <laughs> never let upper management, like, never let them out of this. No. Like, never let them get away with the crap that they've done. <laughs> they didn't go for it when they had the chance, and now they're just lying to our faces. Never let them get away with it. What's the online petition up to? Like 50,000? It's around 50, yeah. All right. It's exciting, man. That online petition keeps going, and pour Bob, Bob Nutting's going to be like, whoa. Pour some bucko on me. I, I mean, just don't go to the games. I mean... What was attendance last year? Like 1.6 million? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. If, if Pirates fans devastate attendance, I mean, it has to be shocking. If they get it near, I mean, a shocking number would be a million. If it was a million, it would be the lowest in baseball probably. I don't know. Florida Marlins. Ooh, Nobody yikes. shows up. Yeah, there. But if it went. I mean, if they lost 600,000 people going to the It'd be unbelievable ballpark. to the point where maybe. Then they take a hard look at themselves and go, wow. Other than that, if it just goes down by a couple hundred thousand, they ain't going to care. Pirates fans. Living La Vida Bucco. Pour some bucko on me. Line those sky blasts up, Mr. Nodding. Uh, We got a tweet here from uh, Goldman. I was waiting for a journey sky blast, you guys. Hashtag don't stop buck leaving. (laughs) 
Yeah, Journey and Def Leppard are coming to PPG Paints Arena, and it just sounds like a sky blast. It really it? does. <laughs> Those two sound like two separate pirate sky blasts. Uh, Jason tweets us, the only way I'll go to a Pirates game this year is if they do a Chumbawamba Sky Blast. <laughs> Hashtag, I get knocked down, but I get buck again. <laughs> hey, is this is this Pirates Sky Blast joke going to last all season? <laughs> because this season's going to be painful. It is. There's going to be plenty of sad points. We got to let this Sky Blast go all summer long. Right? Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be the medicine we all need because it's going to be a bad year, right? It's going to be a bad year. Uh, by the way, the Pirates yesterday officially signed closer Felipe Rivero. Four-year, $22 million deal. A $2 million signing bonus. Uh, club options that could get him up to $41 million. Rivero said, it's all been kind of quick. I wasn't expecting something like this to happen in my life when he was asked about the McCutcheon and Garrett Cole trades because wasn't he the one who posted the uh the Jim Halpert office uh, yeah, gif yeah. on yes. Twitter of you know Jim yelling like what is happening mm-hmm. uh, he said I was a little surprised because management was saying they were going to keep him oh they were two of our best guys but we have more guys in the clubhouse who can help the team mm-hmm. we're just trying to move forward I mean what do you want Felipe Rivero to do he just got paid And he's got a nice four-year deal that makes him very, very tradable. Very tradable. Did you see how they structured the money in that? Yep. Like, it's just unbelievable. It's just a deal that's just, it's just set up for him to be traded. Like, Felipe Rivero is honestly probably one of the best closers in baseball. Dude throws 100 miles an hour. He's gonna have. No, they're gonna have no problem trading him. Uh, Felipe Rivero with a Pi- Pirates closer. Felipe Rivero here with a tweet last night at ten thirty. Heard a noise. Walk out with my spotlight. Count my chickens, and I'm missing two. Kept looking. I see a raccoon eating my chicken. Damn. Is that a metaphor? Or does he really have chickens? And raccoon eating his chicken. Is that some sort of like deep metaphor about pirates management or something like that? Or does this dude really have chickens? <laughs> Good for Felipe Rivero getting a four-year deal. I uh, got a tweet here from Steph. Did you see this, Bob? I mean, season is here. I can't wait. All right, so we know what we got to do with the pirates basically all season. Fake sky blast. That'll be a thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Now that Steelers season is over gonna have the pro bowl coming up you got the afc title game jaguars go to new england and the nfc title game this weekend what is it uh vikings go to philadelphia is yeah, that it right yep, yep. all right so hopefully it's a vikings jaguar super bowl oh god doesn't that sound like an awful super bowl that does that sounds like a super bowl <laughs> no one watches like even having the patriots in it i think a lot of well i mean people are gonna watch the super bowl no matter what but people would hate watch the patriots yeah, because at least you have this, the story there. The Jaguars versus the Vikings. Ooh, I don't know who has the Super Bowl this year, but they cannot be wanting that Super Bowl at all. The Minnesota has it. No, I'm saying like what network has oh, it? Oh, network? Like what network? Whatever network has N- the Super it's, Bowl. It's NBC. Is it? Yeah. I, they do not want a Jaguars-Vikings Super Bowl, you know? A Patriots-Eagles Super Bowl. You know, Philadelphia is a big market, and then the, the, the Patriots are the Patriots. That's yeah. probably the biggest matchup you could have at this point. Uh, 
No, I don't know, though. Patriots versus Vikings in a home Super Bowl? That would be pretty badass. It would. It, that's that's the matchup. Yeah. The ja- Jaguars versus Vikings Super Bowl. Nobody wants to watch that. Oh, it'll be bad, though. But Steph tweeted us, football season is not even over. And every time I see this nonsense, I keep hearing Mikey screaming, Mock Draft! Oh, dear Lord, Mock Draft season is already here. <laughs> the Mock Draft experts are out. Yeah, ESPN's Mel Kuyper, who's the like the NFL guy. It's him and Todd McShay, right? Yeah, uh, yesterday, I guess, was the day they put out their first mock draft of the uh, season. So, Dear God, man. That's good. So that's something we're going to have to do this offseason, too. Yell and laugh about mock drafts. Mock draft. Mock draft. Mock, mock, mock draft. All the Steelers guys will do it, too, and they'll start breaking down people, and it's just such a load of crap. And it's, it's such a waste really of time because none of those mock drafts are ever right. No, never at all. Mock draft season. Amazon, of course, pick their 20 uh, final cities to have their second headquarters. It's supposed to be like $5 billion and 50,000 high-paying jobs. Pittsburgh did, of course, make the list along with cities like Atlanta, Columbus, Dallas, New York City, L.A., Miami, Philadelphia, Toronto, Washington, D.C., Boston, and more. But Pittsburgh's in the top 20 for the Amazon second headquarters. Uh, Apple also announced they're going to be building a second headquarters somewhere in the U.S. Uh, yeah. But they said they probably won't have cities bid uh, like Amazon did. So Apple's going to skip the whole whoring out process then? Uh, it looks like it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they just didn't announce a place they're doing it then. Why'd they I don't know. come out and go, well, we're going to build one. Pat on the back, probably. Yeah. Says they'll be much. building a second headquarters over the next five years. An estimated 20,000 jobs, all part of a $350 billion commitment to the uh, to the U.S. economy. All right, this is what I think we need to do, right? Like, elections are really important, but whenever you bring up politics, everybody either gets angry or just bored, right? Mm-hmm. Here's what I think we need to do on our show, because, uh, you know, it's, it's hard for... We don't really talk politics on the show, but... We always like to encourage people to get out and vote when there's important elections coming, right? Right. And I started seeing uh, I started seeing ads already for the two guys. What is it? Rick Rick Sacone? Sacone and um uh, what's the other guy's name? Connor Lamb. Yeah, Lamb. Yeah, yeah. So in March, there's a battle for a Congress seat, right? I'm already seeing commercials, and it's in March, right? So. Uh, President Trump was at H&K Equipment, North Fayette. It's right, I guess, not too far from the airport yesterday to support Rick Saccone. That's the Republican. And there's going to be a special election uh, for the Congress seat uh, March 13th. Congress seat that was uh, is going to replace former U.S. Rep. Tim Murphy, who resigned in October amid an extramarital scandal. Wow. I remember that. Yep. Remember that? Yep, yep, yep. So it's a, it's a battle for this guy's seat. All right, so March 13th, mark it on your calendar. Going to have to vote for that Congress seat. So if any point you're, you know, angry with the government, how it operates, if you, you know, didn't like the last presidential election, how it went, if you liked the last presidential election, how it went, you got to get out there and vote March 13th. Like, even though this is a smaller local one, I mean, it's for a Congress seat, whatever. So you got to get out there and vote Mm -hmm. or uh, shut your damn mouth, right? But I feel like whenever we have some sort of thing that we have to encourage people to go vote for, Bob, I think the only way to do it is like WWE entrance music, right? I mean, it only makes sense. 
like act like they're basically professional wrestlers. So on March 13th, the big uh, the big Congress vote for the seat that's left open by Tim Murphy, it's going to be... The Republican, Rick Sacone! I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, but it's Rick Sacone, 59 years old, from Elizabeth Township. Get out and vote March 13th. Republican Rick Sacone is going to be running in the congressional special election. In the congressional steel cage match. He'll be running March 13th against. Oh, damn. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, running against Rick Sacone. It's Connor Lamb. My God, it's Connor Lamb! It's Connor Lamb! <laughs> it's Connor Lamb! 33 years old! From Mount Lebanon? He's the Democrat! So you got Rick Sacone, that's the Republican. Trump co signs him. In the cage! I think VP Mike Pence is gonna be coming in soon to co sign him. He's going up against the 33 year old, the Democrat! From Mount Lebanon, a former Marine. It's Connor Lamb. It's Connor Lamb. It's Connor Lamb. Former Marine and federal prosecutor, special election. Get your ass out there and vote. I don't care who you vote for, but get your ass out there and vote. This is how we handle elections on the show now, right? Anything goes match. It's Connor Lamb! All right, Connor Lamb versus Rick Sacone. There might be other people running too, but I don't know. We didn't get that deep into it. March 13th. The main event for Congress! Let's get into this Le'Veon stuff here. Here we go. This is what we're here for, right? Let the Steelers offseason begin! Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell, right? Yep. He wants he wants a lot of money. He wants to get paid. He wants a longer-term deal. He wants some guaranteed money. The NFL is weird. They don't guarantee contracts. So these guys are out there basically, basically risking their health, their lives, their well-being. Um, you know, and they don't have guarantee, uh, guaranteed contracts unless you get, like, you know, a guaranteed signing bonus like a lot of big players get. So Le'Veon Bell, uh, you know, held out last year because he wanted to be paid like $15 million or something. And the Steelers gave him a long-term offer um, that was reasonable, but it didn't have a lot of guaranteed money. That's what Le'Veon's looking for. Right. And Le'Veon said he wants to be paid like a number one running back, which he is, and a number two wide receiver, which he is. He's one of the leading wide receivers in the league as far as receptions. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy, but he's actually right. He should be paid like that. So $15 million a year, not crazy for Le'Veon Bell. He just wants some guaranteed money. Can't blame him, right? So uh, he will have a franchise tag on him next year, whether the Steelers want to invoke that again. They'll have to pay him around, I think it's $14.5 million for next season. Or they can basically just tell him to walk. 
Le'Veon has already threatened to sit out or even retire if he doesn't get a long-term deal. True. So, all right, that's kind of shaping up to be a mess, right? Then, Ed Bouchette in the Post-Gazette did an article uh, just titled, The Steelers' Wild 2017 Season is Over. Here's what comes next. You know, and it goes down the list of uh, free agents, different things like that. What do they want to do with Mike Mitchell? He, you know, he's due like... What is it, $5 million or something? Or do you get an, another safety? Uh, There's a couple different. Yeah, sure. Chris Boswell, you got to pay. He's a restricted free agent. It was like you know, a couple other things. But then the Ed, uh, the end of Ed Bouchette's article is where the, the bomb gets dropped. And I'm telling you, man, all the Coach Tomlin Facebook commenters are probably going wild over this. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, Ed Bouchette writes here, Another example, Tomlin wants players and coaches to report to the locker room two hours before kickoff for games. That was continually ignored by both players and a coach or two. I mean, let me tell you, if if you have the Coach Tomlin has lost control of the team, got to get rid of Coach Tomlin gun out, Ed Bouchette just loaded it up with some bullets for you. Yeah, he's just throwing fuel on the fire Coach there. Tomlin wants players and coaches there two hours before a game, continually ignored, Ed Bouchette says, by both players and a coach or two. Le'Veon Bell, not only did he arrive much later than that for the playoff game against Jacksonville, <laughs> as well as a coach, he missed practically the entire Saturday walkthrough the day before, showing up about five minutes before practice ended. Oh, man. All right. Now, let me pump the brakes real quick here. Maybe Le'Veon's got a good excuse. But it sounds like this was a routine thing that players just ignored when Coach Tomlin really wanted them to show up. And if Coach Tomlin gets asked about this, he'll just he'll he'll brush it away like the media. He'll basically blame it on Twitter. I don't get into social media. That's what that, it'll that's be. what he'll say. So yeah. we don't even need to hear Tomlin's side of it because that's what his is going to be. But people are going to go nuts, and people are going to want to know what coach was it that showed up late, later than they should have for the playoff game. You think it was Cowboy Todd? You think it was the final straw for Cowboy Todd? Maybe he rode in late. Like Cowboy Todd thought that you know this could be my last game. Maybe it was that Tequila Cowboy. Slamming a couple back before the game. It's possible. Maybe he just wanted to ride that bull again. What if it was? Todd Haley was a couple minutes late. Cowboy Todd's last ride. To a playoff game. And he came in wearing chaps and a, and a cowboy hat. But it says, uh, Le'Veon showed up much later than two hours before kickoff for the playoff game, as well as a coach. And he missed practically the entire Saturday walkthrough the day before. Showed up five minutes before practice ended. Man, like, did it affect the game? Eh, I don't know. Yeah, I get. You could say yes. You could say no. It go either way. Who knows? I mean, did Le'Veon do enough bad there where it I mean, looked just, like he had no idea what was going on? I don't just know. Just as the pain was starting to fade, though, <laughs> it was. It was. Now it's just like ignite those flames, man. Yeah. Ignite those. Coach Tomlin has lost control. Ignite, ignite the flames. And pour gasoline on the flames of 
This woulda never happened under car. car. Coach Car, burn it down. 961 Kiss. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Anthony tweets here, Hallelujah for iHeartRadio. Mikey and Bob are making this morning train ride better. He's tweeting us from uh, Brooklyn at FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh, Mikey and Bob, 961 Kiss, the uh, Morning Freak Show. Brian uh, tweeted us here. You guys can uh, follow us on Twitter and tweet us anytime. At FS Mikey, at FS Big Bob. Yes. Brian tweets, my three-year-old got mad at his toy the other day, and I hear him yelling, mattress firm. I peed a little bit from laughing. (laughs) Mattress firm rage? That is. Mattress firm's not an an angry thing, per se. It didn't hurt your toy. If you yell mattress firm's okay. Cody tweets us, damn it, I can't get Jeff Reed out of my head now during Havana. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Camila Cabello song, Havana, it's featuring Young Thug, who calls himself Jeffrey. So there's a part where he says, Jeffrey, and it sounds like he says, you know, Jeff Reed, like former Steelers kicker. Yep. Jeff Reed. Yep. There it is. I am so excited for uh, more Kids Bop edits next week, man. I can't wait. If you missed us uh, doing the Kids Bop edit to Halsey Bad at Love yesterday on the show, uh, you can see that video. Mikey and Bob page 961kiss.com. By the way, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, we put in some work. We try to pump out like two or three videos a day for you guys from the uh, show. So make sure you're subscribed. Just search Mikey and Bob on YouTube. You can get lost for hours on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for a while. You can go back, back, back. Well, we really haven't had... Like, our technology here has kind of evolved because we used to, we used to record in-studio video on my iPhone. I would put it up on like a ledge... And then finally, after maybe a year, year and a half, they actually put a camera in here uh, for us to do the video. So made it a little easier for us. But yeah. we are very high tech is what we're telling you. Uh, you can definitely get in a wormhole of our videos up on uh, up on YouTube. All right. Uh, Penguins uh, tomorrow, Saturday night at San Jose. They're back home Tuesday um, versus Carolina. So that's fun. Hopefully, let's be honest. I hope the Pirates trade Josh Harrison over the weekend because I want to start next week with some fake Pirate Sky Blast. I mean, they already have the Le'Veon Bell, yeah. Coach Tomlin story smokescreen. They do. Now's Go, the time. Drop J.A. Drop ahead. it, Nutting. Go ahead. Go to the top top ropes. There it is. Drop the elbow on J.A. Just do it. Rip the Band-Aid off. Trade anybody who you can get anything for just so we can have Facebook comments. So that'll be fun. Yep. Uh, your chance to win a trip to Minneapolis to go to an exclusive listening party with Justin Timberlake in uh, Minneapolis for his new album, Man of the Woods. Man of the Woods comes out Friday, February 2nd. Uh, so our friends at American Express hooking this up. If you want to win, all you have to do is download, open the free iHeartRadio app, listen to Justin Timberlake Radio anytime this weekend up until Sunday night at midnight. So that's how you enter. Download the free iHeartRadio app. If you already have it, open it up. Go to Justin Timberlake Radio for your chance to enter. That easy. That's from American Express exclusively from us here, too, at iHeartRadio. 
and 96.1 KISS. 12 more chances throughout the day today to win $1,000. Listen for keywords to text in to 200-200 at about 10 after every hour, now through 9 p.m. So you have that going for mm-hmm. you, too. Uh, what else, Bob? Anything else we got to uh, tell the kids? Uh, I think we're all right. All right. Yeah, I'm already looking forward to next week, man. Yeah, yeah. Like some new kids bop edits, possibility of another Pirates trade and Pirates Facebook comments. Yeah, our job is fun. It is. We get to have fun in here it every is. day. All right, if you miss anything from the show, you get caught up on the free iHeartRadio app, Mikey and Bob Podcast. Ryan Seacrest shows our right now. Bye-bye. 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 Pittsburgh. On air with Ryan Seacrest.